Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a For a little episode of N4G Radio. It's episode 558 for April, no, May 13th. Wanna just restart that entirely? Nah, nah, it's more fun if you go organic. Unless we're talking about food, then I like meat. I'm a a (laughs) carnivorosaurus. I'm one of those. uh, Fine patron of Whole Foods. Never been there. I... I don't even know if we have them in Canada. Oh, I, I have never been to a Whole Foods. I've been in a health yeah. food store, but I've never been in Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, I, I could say the same about it, but yeah, never Whole Foods. I, I don't know if Amazon even tried to bring it to Canada, if it was in Canada before that. I've been in a lot of places that I don't necessarily enjoy. None of none of this food is edible to me. No, no, I went to a sushi joint. I don't eat sushi. Uh, yeah, me neither. You got the spring rolls. Um, really? You're going to only eat spring rolls? Yes. Oh, I went to a hibachi grill and all I got was some steak. Because I'm not a fan of anything else they had. Tell you what, though. Some good steak. Mm. <laughs> Beef. foot for dinner. But anyway, this is uh, N4G Radio. and We're recording on Mother's Day, so nobody's here. That, we usually don't even do a show, but there is an embargo lifting tomorrow morning, and I wanted to talk about that game. So I think people want to hear about that game too. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there curious. They're like, uh, I haven't heard anything about this game. The embargo drops like, what is it, twelve hours before the game launches? Um, and unfortunately, I've only played it for like two hours, but that was because that's all the time that I really had to play it. Yeah. So. But we'll get to that eventually. But on the show, we just, it's just me and Anthony. Yep. So, you know, Drew's out, Ryan's out. I asked John, but John uh, is celebrating his girlfriend's birthday today, so he was not available. Uh, I was going to say, because it's not Mother's Day over there. No, no. So I wish I wish to her a happy birthday. I was like, tell her we said happy birthday. And that it sucks because you can't be on the show. No, <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I know you said you didn't have much. I know there's a game you can't, yeah, you can't it's, talk it's about. Days, I have Days Gone still. I mean, again, I'm I'm trying to clip through that, but I'm also trying to. I have a game that comes out. Is it Friday? Yeah, it's Friday because that's when the embargo lifts. Um, so I thought Sonic was next week. Sonic's not this week. It's next week. I'm pretty sure it's this week. No, I'm looking at the release. Remember, I pull up releases before we start oh, okay, the show. Right, yeah. All right. Well, it it comes out next. Okay, I see. Yeah, it comes out next Tuesday. The embargo lifts on Friday. Um. Yeah, I have Team Sonic Racing. So we'll be able so. to talk about that 
next show. Next show. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get that a <laughs> for once. I'm going to try to get a review out for the embargo. What helps when they get us the game two weeks early? Yeah, I know. And and <laughs> when I'm not in the middle of moving, um, because <laughs> that was that's that's what's held me back on Days Gone is that like just there's a lot of real life stuff and this is not my job, right? So yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we. I will say this though. Wow, Days Gone. It's like every time I turn it on, it's like, am I gonna have a glitchless time or am I gonna have a glitch? Like. Um, one thing we didn't talk about was that there's little random events around the map. Like you can find survivors and then save them and send them back to camp. Um, or one of the two, you get to choose where they go, and it gives you different bonuses. Well, it depends. Well, one gives you more money. One gives you money and like um, some experience, but uh, trust or whatever for the camp. So I was so, I was going to ask because I know you've played it more than I have. I have three camps now. I am, I'm not even there yet, because I've just lacked time. Um, okay. But, uh, it, so I was, the reason why I bring this up is because I saved somebody, and as I was, as I was pulling up, there's, there's a specific event there. People have locked themselves in the car, and freakers are trying to get at the car. You kill all the freakers, the person comes out of the car, and then you send them on their way. Which is weird, because I figured they'd hop on the back of your bike and you'd have to drive them. That seems like the more uh, the more appropriate thing, but apparently these people make it to camp. No problem. They just had a bad experience <laughs> this one time. Like, whatever. Um, but as I pulled up, the person who was inside the car... Uh, all of a sudden was on top of the car standing up. Sure. And I could not finish that that little side mission. I couldn't send them anywhere, so I just beat up some guys from experience and then had to drive away. Um, it's just really weird to see a Sony first-party game, especially one that was delayed, seem to just be like a complete crapshoot every time you start up. Um, I've had a lot less glitches um, since they've patched it very aggressively. Yeah, they've patched it. It's still weird because, like, I I had less issues when I started the game sort of unpatched than I did after. Like, I've had more glitches since some of the patches have rolled out. I don't know. It, it's still a good game. It, it's just not, you know... Like where you think the quality would be for a Sony first-party title, but it doesn't really have anything to compete with in terms of Xbox-only titles, right? So it is the only Sony exclusive, um, and it's still far better than a lot of the people posting shit about it online make it out to be. Yeah, so that's it. Like, that's those are the two things. Yeah, I played quite a bit more of Days Gone. As I said, I was trying. To, to actually get into the game because I it's I hear a lot of people say it's a good game and I think I finally fell into the loop of that game and I am enjoying it. I still do not enjoy and these come up pretty regularly the missions where you can't be seen the insta fail stealth missions. Those are I'll take that any day over 
a, like at least the stealth works in this game. I realize that's such a small thing to say when it's basically a stealth game, but like I've played so many games and just totally don't understand how to do it right that this is at least pretty obvious. It tells you what enemy you're distracting when you throw a stone, which is surprising because it's not something you usually get. You usually have to just throw and then the character will sort of alert you like, oh, what is that over there? I'm going to walk. And at least this one, before you throw the stone, it highlights who's going to hear it. So I appreciate a lot of the tools. Like it, I realize that's not your thing. So to you, it's going to be more upsetting. To me, it's like, I really wish I didn't have to do this, um, but okay. I realize this is your equivalent of having me walk forward while another character talks. Yeah, I don't like those either. Yeah, I don't like those either, but i rather feel like there's a fail state than just walking, like, press forward to follow the character. One thing I have talk. noticed about those insta-fail stealth missions is if you do fail, it jumps you ahead a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't put you right back to the beginning. Yeah, it actually puts you in a better position when you fail than I was in when I failed. That oh, happened really? to me twice yesterday. I had one of the the super bio suit dudes that you can't kill missions, and then I had another mission where I had, actually where I had to sneak into the third camp that you eventually unlock, um, which is crawling with people. <laughs> that one was a lot to get through. But I did manage to get through that, and I am certainly enjoying the game more. I find it funny, the more that I play this game, of people complaining that he talks to himself, because everything he says, it it's something that, it's actually contextual to the world. Yeah, it, and again, I, I think it, I think people are sort of, it doesn't sound like other, like I said before last week, it, it doesn't sound like other video game characters because it doesn't feel like he's reading it for the like he doesn't feel like he's saying it for the benefit of the people playing he sounds like he's saying it because he's thinking out loud yeah and it's relaying to the play like when i drive past nests and he's like yeah oh, i gotta oh, clean yeah. these out yeah i still have to clean this and then as soon yeah. as you get as soon as you pass it he's like oh, i'll come back later you know yeah <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot, and it's it's something people do, and I don't know if, like, the people that are, like, complaining about it aren't familiar with people. Like, I've heard... <laughs> fun story, I suppose. But, um, we had a new guy at work, like, two years ago. Big guy, looked like Hurley from Lost. Um, and he's a big guy, like, he could have picked up a microwave. If I could pick up a microwave, he could pick up a microwave. And I caught him pushing it like he was pushing a boulder up a ladder. Um, like, he lied it flat against the, like, uh, steps of the ladder and pushed it up. And the whole time he was doing it, he was going, three points of contact, three points of contact, three points of contact. <laughs> and And it's like... Okay, this is... I, I have to just walk away because this is the dumbest shit I've seen in a while. But yeah, he... He talked to himself, like, to make sure he had three points of contact on the ladder. This is something that people do. It's not super common, necessarily, but that's just what this character does. And it never feels like, I have to come back here later. Like, he never he never says anything so, you know, video game obvious. 
No, it he sounds says like it, he's just reminding himself. He he says it like I would say it if I was pissed off and in the apocalypse. Ah, fucking! I'll, I'll come back later. Fucking! I'll come the back only later. thing that the only thing that always like is like funny to me is the way he sort of chokes on the air around the nests. Oh yeah! Oh, I can, I can them. And it's like, okay, all right, this is a bit much. But that's not the part that people are upset about. It's always him on the bike where he's talking about the um, guy who has the uh, um, radio station, or like after he's um, you know talked to his friend, he says something to himself, and those are the parts that people. You know, talk shit about. It, it, again, it's a game where I feel like it'll have a price drop and it'll find its audience, like, big time. Yeah. And I see a lot of people enjoying this. I, I shouldn't say it's all negative out there. Uh, you know, most of the response has been pretty, you know, pretty good still. Not, you know, fantastic. Most but, people um, that I have seen that have played it and give it time... You know, I, I'm not an advocate of, oh, this game gets good 20 hours in. No, yeah, that. no. It's not that long, though. That it, take, it doesn't take that long. No, it doesn't. It, yeah, takes, um, it takes a few hours, maybe. Yeah. It, and and it's, it's partially because unlike um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, that game doesn't feel necessarily open right away. It, it takes some time for it to become the open world game. And that's either to its benefit or detriment. It's it's hard to tell, but yeah, a lot I, of... I like it. I like it, and I can't wait to actually write about it because there is a lot of little things this game does that I think is really good and like not common in stealth games. Um, but again, like it's it's what I was wanting from Metal Gear Survive. So I all of course feel more positive about this because I did play Metal Gear Survive and was disappointed that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be and this is kind of hitting all the points that I assumed Metal Gear Survive would. And I guess they did, but it was just the extra shit that they added on to either make money or whatever. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how much I take of Days Gone because hearing that it's like 40 to 60 hours, I don't know if I want a game that big. Well, I don't know what they're going to do for a game that, like, you know, unless you go to a different map, like, it feels like most of the stuff right now I could do. Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, just, I don't no. feel so... I still haven't ridden north, and I heard that you there's more to the game once you ride north. Because obviously, that's not a spoiler, that's something that they talk about. They talk about. Yeah, like, first thing out of the gate, we're going to ride north. And eventually you do that. Okay. Um, but I haven't done it yet, and I hear that, I mean, it's kind of like the, I guess, one of the acts of the game is like, eventually you ride north and it opens up a new area and stuff. Okay. So. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting how this game also kind of does it, it as part of the story, like some of the side stuff. Like, I'm sure I could have went and burnt, burned some of these nests, but then they sent me there as an actual mission. Yeah. It, do, it does some neat stuff, and I, like, I feel like this is... A, even if you're a person that's like, I'm going to wait for it on a sale, it, it's, I think, worth your time if you like open world. Um, and if you like stealth, especially, like, those two together. Um, if you don't like stealth, I don't know how much you're going to like this game, because well, they're... 
here's a heavy reliance on it. Like, eventually you get murdered pretty quick by the Freakers and, like, the small hordes. Like, not not the big ones, just the small, like, well, here's like a here's 15 a note, to 20 guys. Here's a note to make it, um, if you play it on easy, it's a little bit easier. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. It, it, you don't, the only time you rely on stealth on easy is when you're doing the Instafell stealth missions. I mean, you can still play stealth, but I can handle, um, I've got the spiked bat, which is very yeah. durable, and I can repair it relatively easy. The I can take a 10 to 15 person horde. Now, the the big hordes, the those thing, those are you have to, that that's much further in the game apparently. I've run into several. Um, no, I mean where you can actually take them on. Okay, well, th- when they show up now, the only thing that frustrates me is like a lot of times I'll be trying to kite them around so I can get back to my bike. And then when I get back to my bike, it's laying on its side, so I have to do the animation to pick it up, and they just swarm me before I can pick it up. Yeah. So, but I think the, the nice the thing is, is if they kill you, it just respawns you, and they're gone. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's a um, Nero checkpoint that I had to keep trying, because it would spawn in about 15 to 20. Um, so it wasn't horde numbers, but it was pretty, it was way too much for me to handle. Um it does. Uh, it, I don't know. It's still. I'm still enjoying this game uh, a lot, but I didn't realize the difficulty changes that. So yeah, I, I still say if you like open world games, it's something to look into because it does a lot. The fact that I, I know, and again, I know I criticized like a potential future GTA based around it, but in a survival game, the gas function feels appropriate. I just it, learned this week that you can pull up to a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll just pull the thing out and fill his tank. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. I kept seeing it on the map. I was like, I don't see a can. And so I drove past uh, it once and it was like, oh, just hold the circle. I'm like, oh. Well, the fact that <laughs> it's such a small thing of like being able to choose whether or not to fill up your bike or throw the can- the jerry can and blow it up. Like, because fire is extremely effective. I think that's neat. Like, I don't know. There's a lot to this game that I... I've seen before just put together in this way works for me. Yeah, it's it's a good game. It's not. I think it's like it's you not said, God of War. It's not. De- not that's its problem. That's its problem is that it it boots up and it says Sony Interactive Entertainment and people are expecting God of War or Spider Man and it's more. It's more it's on the level. Yeah, it's, it's more it's on the level of State of Decay for the Xbox lineup. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 by the people. Who made Siphon Filter? Yeah, which I'm going to be honest was always a B tier game. Oh, absolutely. And this is a very B tier game, but that's there's that's it's not a bad thing. I love B tier games because they're the ones that take big risks for the most part. There are AAA games that do it. Don't get me wrong, but the B tier stuff is where shit gets weird. And yeah. I always love that. So. Right, let's talk about the thing people want to hear about. Well, I'll get to that. I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. Don't worry. Well, people are still talking about Days Gone. It's still relatively new. That's true. I, I just I know that I talked about it last week. So, um, I played a couple things. I'm still pounding through Mortal Kombat. Um, a game I still haven't been able to start up. Yeah, like, I, I have. I got my I got my early adopter coins, but um, yeah, I bought that game on, like. On the Friday uh, after its release, 
I'm kind of um, I'm kind of grinding through different things. So I'm a little happier with the grind now. It's it's one of those things that's like the stuff. Most of the stuff you don't necessarily need to have, but it feels like this game gives me plenty to keep coming back for, and that's kind of what I like. That's why I played Injustice for you know a year and a half. Um, there's just little things. So one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm doing character-specific towers, and what those do is I think there's five stages of them, and then when you get to the end of them, that's when you unlock some really cool stuff, like a brutality or uh, a really cool skin or different stuff, and that's the only place you can get them. So I'm kind of going through those for Sub-Zero, because he's my character that I use the most. Um, And I'm still, like, I think I've unlocked everything in the crypt outside of the heart boxes. I'm still grinding those. Um, but I think I've gotten all of the chests, because I haven't found any more. Um, and I think I've got all the soul stuff. So, but it's nice because it's one of those games that I can throw in. I can play for an hour, I can play for 20 minutes, and I can get some progression, I can get some coins, I can get some stuff to unlock stuff. And I'm still enjoying the game because, you know, that was never the problem. The game looks and plays amazing, so... It's still fun to play, and the fact that the towers are resetting every three or four hours is really nice because then you get new stuff. Okay. Um, and it's they have similar their... to the, um, the towers from Injustice. Then. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, a tower comes up and it's like, oh, this is a Garrus theme tower. It's got a skin for him and some gear and a, maybe a brutality or something. Um, they had a tower this weekend that had three exclusive skins that hadn't been available yet, and all you had to do was finish an endurance match of three characters. Um, I think it's running all weekend. If you want okay. I mean, and everything will cycle over and over. Like I've seen towers will pop up now that have check marks for me because I've already finished them. So it's not like they they're one and done. They never come back. So, but I'm still playing a lot of that. Um, I got back into Spider Man as well. I wanted to go back and finish the DLC because I hadn't played it. Um and. I tweeted that it was the third DLC, but I'm wrong. I'm actually on the second DLC, the Turf War DLC. Oh, really? Because I know that the third DLC does have the same issue. Yeah, so there are these... When you go through the second DLC, there are these hammerhead like places that you can go to, and you fight waves of dudes, which there's a lot of that in Spider-Man. But... This one seems to just want to punish the hell out of you because they send big dudes, they send the dudes with the the lightsabers that you can't attack, uh, and then they send the jetpack dudes which you also can't really attack. And yeah. I am just and and there are six waves, um, and I was just getting slaughtered. I redid this one hammerhead area like six times, and finally beat it. And then I go out into the open world and do one of the missions, and what's the first thing they throw at me? A whole fuckload of jetpack guys. And I'm just like, you know what? This is not fun. I'm, I'm just dying every five seconds. And, and it's like, I'm looking at my upgrades and stuff, and I've got the upgrade for the health that heals me automatically if I've got my, um, my bar filled up. I've got the one that reduces bullet damage, and I've got the one that... Um, I forget what... Oh, the heals more when you use your, your bar. And I still am just dying because you'll get in these little loop animations of just getting 
thwarted, or the jetpack guys will leave that stream of red shit on the ground, and when you dodge out of the way of their attack, you'll land in it and just take like a quarter damage immediately. It's just not fun. It's just frustrating. Yeah, that's similar to the uh, Zelda DLC. Yeah, the Zelda DLC broke me. Stop that shit. Stop it. Yeah, that Zelda DLC broke me. Like, I played so much of Breath of the Wild, but I tried that DLC, and I'm like, you know what? This ain't fun. It's not fun. (sighs) Which makes me sad. Maybe I'll start Spider-Man. I've been meaning to start God of War and Spider-Man over and just kind of play them leisurely. So maybe I'll do that. I... I will say that it's funny you brought up the DLC because I've been thinking about getting the Wolfenstein 2 DLC that I never played. You know what? I didn't think it was all that good. Oh, you played the DLC? Yeah, I have all three of them. I played through the first one. I found it kind of boring. I started the second one. I'm like, eh. Because the second one is like, um, you might like it because it's like you have to stealth because you play a character that can shrink through like Gates and shit? What it's a fuck? Yeah, because you play three different characters, one for each deal. I know. You there's the uh you play as the uh football guy, there's the spy with the eye patch, and then there's the guy on the front lines. Yeah, the the woman with yeah. the eye patch, like she can like contort her body to fit through small holes, but she's very... Oh, okay. So she has the constrictor harness from the game. Well, yeah, but she doesn't have it. She can just do no, it. No, but she can just do it. Yeah, yeah same with the football decides. guy does the charge move. And... Uh, okay, so I see. Yeah. Interesting. But with hers, ah. if you get seen, you might as well just die. Yeah. She has no health. So. Oh, like the first fucking part of that game. Yeah. I don't know. That DLC was very disappointing for me. I, I didn't even get to the third one. I'm just... Man, DLC has been... It's been not good. Like, The Witcher 3 is the only one that I can remember that was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm just going through my wish list on Sony because, like, I usually don't pick up the DLC. Um, we got the Spider-Man one, and uh, there's the Nino Kuni one. Yeah, I never uh, even finished Nino Kuni 2. So. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> it up. I have it sitting there. Um, and then I've heard good things about Final Fantasy 15 Episode Arden, but that came out two years after I've platinumed that fucking game. You know, I never finished... Uh, I finished the first DLC, the Gladiator. Yeah. I finished that one, but at the second one, I got about a quarter of the way through. I never even played that one. I just, that one like, is neat because it's, like, different. Like, there's a snowball. It's, well, they, they, they added all that... So they added all the gameplay to the main game because you could switch between characters in the main game. Huh. Yeah, so you could play as Gladio in combat and he'd play like he does. And then... But it was only in combat, which is kind of jarring because they'll switch back to Noctis. So you'd have to switch back to Gladio or Prompto or Ignis. But they all played like their DLC in the main game. Which was neat. Uh, so you could turn into a third-person shooter as Prompto. That is weird. That that game is still good, but I don't know that I'll ever finish that DLC. It's it, a game that I will go back and hundred percent. It's hilarious because like we we talk about DLC, but I'm gonna be real honest with you. I can't remember the last game I fi- like. Even The Witcher Three, I finished the first one, but I never finished Blood and Wine. I honestly couldn't. 
I mean, it's just there's just too many new games coming for DLC for me to actually spend the time to go back to it. And Spider-Man was one that I went back to because that I enjoy that game of what it is of swinging around the city and beating up dudes. But the beating up dudes in the second DLC has just not been fun. And it makes me just sad because I like being in that world. I like playing around in that world. And then I'm like, well, this is frustrating me so I can go play Days Gone or I can play, hey, Rage 2, which showed up this weekend. Um, so that's the reason the show is not going live until, I think it's 11 a.m. But um, I'm going to talk about Rage 2. And unfortunately, I can only talk about two hours of it. So You know what? I think that's what most people would want to hear about, <clears throat> though. Yeah. That's the first part you're going to play. Now, I think the first thing that I want to know, before you start diving into it, is, is this connected to Rage 1 at all? Yes. Okay. So, the intro starts off with the big general guy from the first game that apparently you killed, that you apparently didn't kill. And they go through the story of... Our world was a great apocalypse, you know, and at the end of Rage 1, you unlock the Ark, and it refilled the world with life, which explains why it's colorful now, and it has plant life. I'm going to ask the question, <laughs> totally relevant to the, this discussion, I suppose. Um, yeah, why is every apocalypse just there's no color? Like, did, did the fucking atom bomb wipe out color? Sure. Or some shit. Like, what the fucking... <laughs> well, that's changed this year. You know that. Because yeah, Far yeah, Cry New Dawn, and now Rage New 2. Dawn, New Dawn, like, they, A, A, explained why it's more colorful, and B, it was like, yeah, this stuff didn't just die off. I mean, they still have the gray area, of course, that uh, you see across the water, but uh, it's just, it's always funny to me, like, <laughs> everything is monotone. Fallout 3, it's green. You know? It's just... Yeah. Anyways, Rage 2. Yeah, so, I mean, it literally... It literally picks up right after the first game. Well, maybe not right after, but... And then it does the standard... um, Id first-person shooter storyline where... You're just an average... Which you get... I didn't know this. You get to pick your character. There's two characters. Um, okay, I didn't know that either. Yeah, there's a there's a man and a woman, and you pick one of them. Um, they're not different though; they're just they're both named Walker. Designs. So okay. it's 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 one of those where it's a it's a it's a name that could fit either one of them, kind of thing. So you're just but what I'm saying is they don't have different skills or anything. No, 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 no. Um, they just have different voice actors, which they I talk a so. they talk a lot. So they have the same voice actor. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. But um, they talk a lot, so it's it, they do give you like a little sound bite when you pick them. So I would go with the one you like to hear the most because they talk a lot. Um, and they start off, and your like your your base is being attacked, and there's this group of, of characters called the Rangers, and they're like the super soldiers. Um, and basically, what happens is they all die. In this uh, this invasion at the beginning, and you pick up the armor for a ranger, and you become the last ranger. <laughs> uh, and what the armor? Titan. And then it, the credits come up, and it says Titanfall two. Titanfall two. Um, but once you pick up the armor, that's what allows you to upgrade to get the wacky abilities. 
Um, and it kind of walks you through the first one, and you get it, and it's the dash. You can tap the left bumper, you can dash left, right, back, up, or, you know, you can dash across chasms, things like that. And the way the upgrade system in this game works is there are what they call arcs hidden throughout the entire world, and you can go to them, and each one has a different thing, whether it's a suit upgrade or a new weapon. Um, the first one that I found in the open world after the dash was a gun. It's a pistol that when you shoot people with it, it uh, puts like a a thing on them, and then once you get all of them and you want to hit it, you pull the left trigger and they catch on fire. So basically uh-huh. you can like light up people <laughs> and just make them all combust. Um, the shooting is very fast. It feels very much like Doom 2016. It, with the, all of the abilities of this suit, it sounds like Doom 2016. Yeah, but those are things you'll get later. Like, just the straight-up shooting feels like Doom 2016. Okay. That's um, not a bad thing. No, it's not at all. Uh, and every gun feels like it has the two modes, like from Doom. Like, the pistol that you get at the beginning of the game, if you fire it from the hip, it's like a triple shot. But if you hold down and aim down sights, it's one it's one burst fire. Okay. Um, there's also an overdrive mode that you, as you kill more people, you build up this meter... And when you hit this meter, it puts you in this mode that like let, lets you just like mow through people. Um, this mode also enhances some of your weapons. So, for example, the, the fire gun, if you're in overdrive, that gun just basically shoots fucking napalm bursts. <laughs> um, enemies, it, they're very interesting because they, they have armor, kind of like the first Rage did. And sometimes you have to shoot that armor off before you can get kill shots. I do like that the game lets you know that you've killed them by putting like a red skull over them when you get a kill shot. Um, I'm just trying to run through stuff here. It's it's a big world. The world reminds me a lot of Mad Max. So it has the open world system where if you look at the map, you can kind of see there are roads that are sectioned off. And... Let's say there's a spot in the top right corner you want to get to. You can't just drive straight to it. You need to follow the road to it. Because there are going to be walls and cliffs and stuff that you cannot traverse. At least not yet. So you need to go a specific way. And that's a design decision. That feels very Avalanche, Mad Max. That you had to go a certain way to get to a place. Um, but it is a huge open world, and it is not just post-apocalyptic looking. Um, there are different types of areas, like there's a swamp area that I went to very early on that looks very different from like the dune desert area. Um, and there's a ton of that stuff laying around. And there's stuff every five feet, like there's encampments that you can take out, there's bounties that you can find. Um, you do get a car first out of the gate, uh, you can call it, you can repair it yourself. Um, it's just, I need to figure out the fast travel. So I, I ran into this area called the Traders Guild. And you go in there and you can buy stuff, you can trade with people. Uh, and it mentioned something about fast travel, but I have yet to be able to fast travel there. So I don't know how you click that on. I don't know how that hmm. works yet. So I'm still trying to figure that out. But the map's big? The map is very big. 
Um, I drove from the bottom of it to the top left of it, and that was about the extent of my two hours. But then again, of course, I did a lot of stuff on the way, um, just kind of seeing what all kind of missions were in the game. Um, there's a lot of upgrades in this game, so there's a ton of menus. So not only can you upgrade your suit, you can upgrade the weapons, you can upgrade the cars, there are tech trees... For, uh, so there's like several different characters that you can upgrade their kind of paths. So when you first start, there are three people you need to go find, and you can upgrade things based on those different tech trees. And I'm assuming once you talk to them, they give you a mission to go do something, and once you do that mission for them, I'm thinking they open up a new tree for you to unlock. Okay. Um, there's a ton of different currencies that I, I haven't learned all of them yet. Like there's car parts, weapon parts, um... Ferrite parts, which are health. Nanite parts, which I think uh, upgrade gear. There's just a ton of stuff in this game. Uh, the characters are very funny and very cool. Like, a lot of them remind me of, like I said, Doom or Quake. Or, I guess, better yet, Rage. Um, lots of dudes with weird post-apocalyptic armor. The the Doom guy that I is one of the people you meet when you first start off is this old man who's riding on top of like this genetic baby and is right. he's wearing right. a diaper that's full of poop with flies flying around it just fucking crazy man oh this game is nuts yeah I was gonna say this sounds like a fever dream it is like, kind of a fever dream like all the stuff you said is like but dude, it feels like a kid that's played Doom and has just decided to make his own fan fiction of Doom. Yeah, kind of. It feels very like I told you. It feels like a Doom 2016 mixed with Mad Max. Now, there's two questions I have. Yep. One, this the what is it? The Ripper or whatever it's called. Oh, the 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 blade. Yeah, the yeah. blade. How's that? That's pretty good. Um, it still functions the same way as in the first game, where if you catch it, you because it's like a it's a finite resource. So if you throw it and you catch it, then you get to keep it. But if you throw it and it doesn't... Like if you hit a guy with armor and it bounces off, you lose it. So you got to get more. Um, okay. I think you can craft them because there's a crafting menu, but I haven't got that far in the game yet. Holy shit, this game sounds like there's a lot going on. There is a um, lot going on. <laughs> and then the other one is... You, 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 know, you know what it is. The announcer. Yeah, so I was digging around the menus before I quit. And there's a cheats menu. I was like, huh, I've never seen a cheats menu in a game in a while. So I go into it, and it's got announcer voices. So if you, pre- I think if you pre-ordered it or bought the deluxe edition or something. Uh, it doesn't list it in either of them, the uh, deluxe or pre-ordered stuff. But the deluxe does have cheat codes in it, so I'm assuming that's where they come from. But okay. it doesn't mention the announcer voices. Yeah, so there's two in the in the version that I'm playing. Um which is weird that they're in cheats menu. You think they'd be in like the audio menu or something, um, but you can turn on an announcer who narrates you playing the game. And one of them is T- Tim Kitzrow from NBA Jam fame. And as soon as I turned it on and I went back into the game, he's like, "Oh, it's pistol time!" And he he just he does that while you're playing. Everything that you do, he calls it out. And it, it, like it's something you wouldn't want on. Okay, well maybe you would want it on for the whole game, but. It's just hilarious when you're doing like crazy moves and he's yelling about it. It's just I'm gonna play a couple hours with that turned on tonight and I'm gonna have some fun with that. 
But yeah, it, it opens up the ability, like, I guess Mortal Kombat has that too, where there's, like, different announcer voices. Um, I know in Mortal Kombat there's three. There's the default, Shao Kahn, and Kronika. And then this one's Tim Kittrow, and I don't know who the other one is, because I don't know that I'd ever want to play with anything besides Tim Kittrow. Mm. <laughs> Especially when I just got the it gun. Feels, that feels like a bullet storm sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'd expect that from bullet storm. There are combos with your kills, so like there's a combo meter that rolls right. up as the more people you kill. I mean, the game is fun. The, the most important thing is that the game is super fun to play. Like it feels wonderful to play. Um, everything just feels snappy and fast, and enemies are fun to uh, to fight. Um, it can definitely be hard. There are people who like. I, I know you've seen them in the trailer that they like have baseball bats and they're hitting grenades at you with the baseball bats. Like if you're not using that dash move, you're gonna die pretty quick. It just reminds me of the, the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane, <laughs> which I love. I have, I think that's a great movie. It is a great movie. I don't care what anybody says. I like that movie. But no, Rage 2 is... is It's a fun-ass game. Yeah, man. I'm going to end up getting it, but I want to play the first game. Like, I still haven't finished the first game. The first I game is it. good. It, it just... Man, when you get to that second disc, it starts dragging. Well, I, I have it on PC, so... Yeah, but, I mean, basically the part where yeah, the second disc second kicks... Half. And it's, like a, it's actually the third act, and you'll know it because oh, okay. you'll travel to a different area... And it really starts dragging at that point, and then the ending is just kind of. Uh, I've heard the ending is kind of. Uh, yeah, it's not good, um, and it sucks because the rest of that game is really fun. But the tone in that first game is very different from this, right? Yes, yes. Uh, although John Goodman is in the first game. Just like, I don't know how they pull that off, but okay. He plays this uh, like. Drifter guy that runs one of the camps. That game was good. I liked Rage. Rage was a fun game. But Rage 2 is not that game. (laughs) You know, you're not... In the first game, you're not flying around the map, jumping on people and shit. It's just... I mean, there there is some gameplay footage of this game out already. Oh, yeah. Um, I was looking at it last night after you were telling me about it, and I was like, oh, God... I feel like there's a lot of, like, self-referential stuff. Like, when you meet a new character, it stops the game, and it's like, so this is Dr. Kvarsik. He has done this. This is, like, it, like a sitcom kind of thing. Okay. It's, this game's fucking weird. Yeah, it's a weird game, but I'll tell you this. I had a ball playing it, and I didn't even, like, I didn't feel like I played it for two hours. I felt like I played it for a half hour. That's how fun it was while I was playing. Like, I burned two hours of the game. So, Damn. I am excited to get back and play this game. It is fun. Which is good, because it's kind of the last big game for a while, right? I mean, Team Sonic Racing's um, coming, and then we gotta wait till maybe uh, August, maybe? I, I suppose. Give me a second. Um, I was trying to remember what else is coming out in the summer, but it's not, not usually much. Yeah, I don't... Uh... Let me pull up the PS4. Let me look at the future PS4 games, because that's... Everything comes out on PS4. Um... Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article, which isn't necessarily the best... Uh... 
I mean, um, Bloodstained is. I mean, it's not a huge game, but that's a cool game. Uh, Crash Team Racing. Yeah, Crash Team Racing. Judgment is uh, June twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. Judgment. I'm excited. That game looks fantastic. There's like a skateboarding segment and stuff. But but well, here's what's so yeah. Well, here's what's crazy is like. These are all good games, but they're not like huge games. Yeah, and then Super Mario Maker Two is the that's pretty big last. game. But I, I mean, that still has like oh, we got Wolfen- Wolfenstein Two comes out this year. Wolfenstein oh. is coming out at the end of July, and then we hit the fall when Madden breaks on August second. Yeah, but even then, looking at like wait, Control is uh, August. Um, I'm not seeing much of anything else. Uh, well, Shin full Moon. body in September. Shin yeah, okay. So it's ga- games that are good. Can't Borderlands count. Three is um, in three. September. It's September is when it starts to pick up again. Uh, East Nine. Fuck, not another. Not another. I can't keep up. Can't keep up. God damn it. Um, yeah. October is the new Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Hey, we haven't Red got Evil. the news yet. Spoiler. Sorry. Well, <laughs> and, and then there's uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in November. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, there's a lot of games, but summer's ah! kind of quiet. Summer's a little quiet. <clears throat> Alright, speaking of releases, you want to talk about what's coming out this week? We've got A Plague Tale Innocence, Darkwood, <laughs> Devious Dungeon 2, Feudal Alloy, Figment, Rage 2, Sniper Elite V2 Remastered. Dungeon. Yeah, that's a game everybody should play. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Game's great. Uh, play, you only have to play even just the DLC. Uh, get to sh- shoot Hitler in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, shoot him in the balls. That's the best, best way to do it. Ball. Ball. Yeah, ball. One ball. Sorry. Uh, Dungeon Rushers. Quar Infernal Machines. Undead Horde. Bartender VR Simulator. Bubsy, Paul's on fire. Okay. Part of me has a morbid curiosity. No. Hold on, I'll tell you why. It's made by the people that did Bit Trip Runner. Yeah, but the last one was made by the people that did Gianna Sisters, and it was terrible. I I, I suppose I have more faith in... um, God, they used to be Gaijin. Uh, They're uh, Choice Provisions now. Choice provisions. I have a little bit more faith in their quality of game. It's still weirdest. Well, if I'm spending twenty bucks on an indie game this week, it's going to be on the oh, next fuck one. Fuck that noise! It's the next one, Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Yeah, yeah, I buy that. I still, it's still a weird choice, and I'm hoping that the kid, if they like the localized kid Dracula, that they redid Simon's Quest, so it's playable. Because that game's not bad, it's just confusing because the fucking translation sucks. Yeah. Game's not great, necessarily, but it's not bad. It's it, just, it, it don't it, matter. It, it's eight Castlevania games for 20 bucks. I'll buy um, it. Give me a second. I can't remember what, what else is in that. It's the first four. So, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, uh, Castlevania 3, and Super Castlevania 4, and then Kid Dracula, and a couple other weird GBA ones, I think. I don't remember all the, the the second four because the only one that was weird was Kid Dracula. Castlevania the Adventure, Castlevania uh, for Game Boy, Castlevania Two Belmont's Revenge for Game Boy. Yeah, 
Oh crap! Castlevania Bloodlines. Oh, that's right. Bloodlines is in it. Bloodlines. Oh, is a Genesis game. I think yeah. that's coming on the Sega Genesis. It is the mini. So it is. I, yeah, so I'll just wait for that because that's the only one that like I don't have access to for real. I think I, I still have the about. Bloodlines cartridge laying around somewhere. Oh man, I. It's a good game, but I just don't have a way to play it right now. So this yeah, will be my, I have my Genesis stuff, so it's yeah. I mean, I have a Genesis, I have a CDX, but I don't have them hooked uh, up. That's, does it even work? Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. loaded it up a couple years ago, and it, I, I know those ga- those are prone to failure. That's all. Yeah, no, I didn't use it much. I actually bought it off of. Uh, oh my god, there used to be a site that we affiliated with that sold like really weird import stuff, and I bought it. And the dude knew me, so he hooked me up with like the. You remember the original pack that came with the Sega CD that had like Echo and the weird music video stuff, and like he sent me that with it. It's that was cool. Um, it says Guilty Gear comes out this week. Is that like a PS2 game? Shoot, I have no idea. It just says Guilty Gear, and it's for PS4. Um, uh, wow. This is weird. I'm looking. Oh! Um, okay. Guilty Gear 20th Anniversary Pack coming worldwide, minus the Americas, on May 17th. But I'm assuming you'll have access to it digitally. Yeah, this is in America. This is the American yeah. release list. Okay, well, they're saying uh, May 16th, uh, Guilty Gear. If it has Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear uh, XX Accent Core Plus R, and um, some other, I think, physical stuff. So I'm wondering if they're releasing them separate digitally in America, and this is a package. It's not clear. Uh, really, um, but uh, I'm assuming that yeah, because it comes with physical stuff. So I'm assuming what they're doing is just doing digital releases. Right. Both. That's a cool game, but I don't know. I'd go back and play it now. Well, not when the new one looks yeah like a high def version, and then you realize oh, those are 3D models. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I don't think I, I mean be nostalgia. I'd play it for five minutes. Uh, the Padre is coming out this week. Justin's been playing that. I don't know much about it. Um, anything exclusive to Xbox this week? Nope, all the same stuff. Uh, let's do the Switch. Is the Switch a lot? Eh, it's somewhat. Uh, we've got Car Trader, Nintendo Labo, Toy-Con 04 VR Kit, Cytus Alpha, Evil Defenders, Red Out, Rock That's a good game. Uh, yes it is. Rock of Ages 2, Bigger and Bolder. That's pretty good play on words. It is a, another good game. Uh, Dungeon Rushers, 39 Days to Mars. Uh, a lot of the stuff we already talked about. Corral, Octogeddon, Pocket League Story, Project Nimbus Complete Edition. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Thief Simulator, Akane. Uh, I think that's it. Ooh, the Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered comes to Switch next week. Oh. That is one I want to watch the Digital Foundry on, baby. Oh, um, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> For the worst re- reasons. Yeah, that's, uh... Whew. Um... <laughs> looking at the PC games, because I always enjoy just kind of looking at them. There's a game coming out. Where'd it go? Oh my god, it was so good. 
Ah, oh, I lost. There it is. Sarah, you are way too heavy. <laughs> That's what the game is called. Okay, what, this is for PC? Yeah. I, I, I'm trying not to do this as much, but I, I really... I really need to know the the premise of this. Oh, that's funny. Uh, okay, I am. Um, I'm still just kind of looking. Oh, around. okay. It's not what you. All right. This is this is actually not what I thought. I thought this was going to be weight related. I guess to some extent it is. You are climbing up a wall with a person on your back. Oh, okay. Um, so I, it's referencing the fact that you're (laughs) climbing a wall with someone hanging on. Okay. Uh, Alright. It actually looks kind of, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a low-ish poly world with, like, a realistic looking character, but it looks kind of neat, actually. Uh, This was a pleasant, this is a pleasant surprise from Steam. Well, speaking of which, I hate to disappoint you, but the sequel you've all been waiting for is coming to Steam this week. I'm hentai to simulator extreme. You plus got you got edition. two you got two of the words right, but it's actually I hope to God it wasn't hentai and simulator. No, it's 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 well I said it was a sequel, so the two was one of the Oh words. okay. Well, um, then I it's it's hentai pussy too. <laughs> like have some subtlety, boys. Uh, have some subtlety. If Thanks. you put hentai in the title of your game, you have no subtlety. If you you buy that game. Don't listen to the show. <laughs> Alright, let's do some news. Uh, you kind of talked about it earlier, but there's a new Ghost Recon game. It's called Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, it is a single-player co-op. Uh, it's basically Wildlands 2. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. But it stars Johnny Bernthal, who is yeah. uh, was the Punisher, was also on The Walking Dead. It's all about getting big actors now, huh? Me and your games. I mean, the the yeah. I just don't think that sells video games. Like, no, it doesn't. I don't give two shits who's I, in the game. I think I think somebody like um, uh, Noah North is more likely to appeal to a video gamer than a I guess just a celebrity showing up. And that's not to say that. Celebrities do a bad job in video games. It's hit or miss, depending on the person. I think he'll be great. Um, he's not doing the Punisher anymore, so yeah. Um, but it's just like you know, I, I've never like, like they didn't sell Splinter Cell um, based on the voice actor um, whose name I am forgetting. Michael he's, Ironside. Thank you, Michael Ironside. It, like they didn't sell that. There was a thing that you learned after, maybe even on the back cover, but it was not. Um, uh, like Michael Ironside is Splinter Cell. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They would say Splinter Cell or something because they wouldn't be like Sam Fisher in. It's too much for the title. Uh, Capcom confirmed the Monster Hunter World expansion Iceborne is releasing in September for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, what I did not know is that this is a full price expansion. Does it have the Witcher content locked behind a press? No, the Witcher content's already out. But doesn't it hook up to this at some point? Or did they just announce it at the same time? They just announced them at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the Iceborne expansion was uh, was a whole new area, uh, new monsters. I mean, it's a big... I'm not saying it's not worth it, but uh, I think it's full price if you buy it straight up, which contains the game and 
the expansion, and I think the digital upgrade is $40. So if you want to add it to your existing Monster Hunter world, it is a $40 upgrade. Huh. Sony had their state of play this week. That was one of the things in it. Uh, they also showed off Medieval, a release date of October for twenty nine ninety nine. I will probably buy that. That game was neat. I've never played it. It's a neat game. It was a it was a product of its time of character action games. You know, it was a product of its time, and then it got released on PSP. Yeah, and then it died. <laughs> yeah. Um, Medieval's a neat game. Uh, He's a neat character. He is. Sir Daniel Daniel Fortescue. He can't speak, because he doesn't have a lower jaw. Well, exactly. He just mumbles. Uh, We also got confirmation the Final Fantasy Remake is still a thing. Great. There was a one-minute trailer, and Square has said we'll hear more in June. And also, (laughs) it's still episodic. 2024, everybody. (laughs) Well, maybe for the final one, right? They're going to try to squeeze Uh, that first episode out this year, I bet. I, uh, no, I I assume early next year. I I can't imagine, because he's just finished Kingdom Hearts. Like, that game was in development. Yeah, but they don't have to do the whole game. They only have to do, uh, we don't even know how many episodes this thing is. They, I thought they said it was three. No, they didn't say it was three. That's what people assumed, because there were Uh, three discs. I thought they said it was three. Nah, um, nah. I I I assume though that they would do up until the part you leave Midgar. They're already rendering Midgar, so. I mean, what a ten-hour first episode? They could probably squeeze that out this year, right? Right. Well, the only thing the only thing that makes me think no is because they put so much work into their character models and animation. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I and, still, and then the director is also, you know, I still won't believe that this. Online. Yeah, I still won't believe that this thing is real until I boot it up. Nothing would make it funnier than like there being a huge delay between like part two and the whatever the next, like the, if it's the last part or just part three. Well, it's really bad. Push. It's really bad timing because um, new consoles are launching. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't matter because PS5 and whatever the next Xbox will be will be back compatible with this generation. So, or they just reissue it as the high def version. It's but they it's, can't it's do Square that Enix. if they're backwards compatible. They they just it's, need to do. It's Square Enix. They can do whatever the hell they want. They just sold Final Fantasy X and Ten Two for fucking full price on the Switch. Yeah, they didn't do that. Uh, and then they did the same thing with Final Fantasy Twelve, Final Fantasy uh, World, uh, World of Final Fantasy. Like, you know, it's they did that, like, yeah. Um, Sony also copied Microsoft in the uh, Who Is This Console For? Uh, they announced a new limited edition Steel Gray PlayStation 4. Notice I said PlayStation 4. Not Pro. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> like... Why? This is for people. This is I can tell you. This is for people who will buy anything. Oh, you mean Switch owners? Yeah. Oh snap! The, the, the fanboys. The fanboys is the more appropriate. I mean, it's a very nice looking console. 
No, no, it looks cool, but Door. if it was a pro, I might be interested. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it was a pro, I'd probably upgrade. This yeah. is not very no. material. No. We need a pro. Speaking of weird, Tetris 99 added DLC this week. You know that free game on the Switch? Yes. It's paid, this it's paid DLC to add a single-player mode. You know what? <laughs> I'll defend that. It's still a pretty good price. No, no, it's it is. You know I mean? like, it's not. It's not like they're they're nickel and timing you. No, it is weird. But at the same time, I'm like, well, now you get to play it. It feels like a backward. I don't know why, but it feels backwards to me. Like I'm adding. I'm adding single player. Now you got to pay me. It's just a weird thing. I don't know. Whatever. Um, also, out of the state of play, they shoot off a new game called Away, the survival series, where you're like a little possum. There's too many games called Away. Or have Away in the title. Well, there's Away, the survival series. There's Away, Shuffle Dungeon. Away, uh, what's the one that uh, just got released, but it was like an anime-looking game? Oh, yeah, the Journey yeah. game? Yeah, stop, stop, stop using Away. That game fizzled out. Like, that game looked so cool, but then I found out it was like a rogue run-based game, and I'm and, like... And all you get is the stick, for the most part. yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. game could have been so much cooler. Mm. Okay, I'm looking it away because I, I I didn't watch the state of play. Didn't have ten minutes uh, in your schedule. <laughs> I was working at the time and then didn't, totally forgot about it. Um, this reminds me of without as much story, and you're obviously playing as a possum, but it reminds me of Deadly Creatures. The Wii game where you played as a spider or a scorpion. That's exactly what Justin said on Twitter. Okay. That it yeah, like I'm okay creatures. with that. Just have Billy Bob Thornton be the and uh, well, it was Dennis Hopper, so that's it, I think so that ain't happening. But uh, have Billy Bob Thornton do be a person in the game. But, uh, I'm okay with it. Actually, I kind of like the look of this. It's kind of cool. Uh, Nintendo has announced their direct for E3. Like uh, we didn't know that was happening. They announced the date. Yeah, it's the same date okay. it always is. Um, also in the state of play, a new uh, asymmetrical multiplayer game based on The Predator was announced. Uh, it's developed by the same guys, a lot of the same guys that worked on Friday the 13th. So it's probably okay. I just wish it was multiplayer. I, I mean, I, yeah. realize, I realize it's a cool idea, I'm just not a multiplayer it's, guy. So you know what's weirder about that game? Is it's Sony first party published. Really? Yeah, and it's Sony Interactive Entertainment um, huh. is actually publishing it. I was like, that's weird. But whatever, I guess. I mean, it, it is it is very much a Friday the 13th sort of concept, right? You would have the one Predator and a bunch of people trying to yeah. defeat it. Yeah. So it's neat. It's, it's a kind of a reversal where it's a whole bunch of people trying to hunt down the one strong person rather than trying to get away from the strong person. Yeah, but he's hunting them too. Yeah, I, I like the idea. It's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Mike Bithell announced he is working on a John Wick game called John Wick Hex. Dude, and it looks good. Console and PC. It's like fight. I want to play it. Fight choreographed chess. It. It. I can't. I want to say the game is called Ronin. Hex. It's called uh, Hex. No, no, no. 
um, there was a game that I want to say was put out by uh, Devolver where you stop time oh, to figure yeah. out your next move. I got you. And that's it. Kind of looks like that, but it also kind of. Somebody even said, "So this is basically John Wick Metal Gear Acid." I'm in. Well, well, I'm that's my type of thing. Uh, game resurfaced this week. A game that was supposed to be out, I think, in February, and then just disappeared. Uh, who remembers Code Vein? Was that supposed to be out in February? Yeah, it was I, th- I didn't realize it disappeared. Yeah. I, I knew the game. That's the um, the Dark Souls kind of. Souls. Yeah. They, were they? Where Bandai Namco actually advertised it using Dark Souls imagery? Well, I mean, they own the Dark Souls publishing. I know, but that was like brave of them when this game looks nothing like Dark Souls. Yeah, but uh, there was a network test this week, and that game resurfaced. I don't think they gave a date for it again, but I mean, it's back! Hey, if that's your type of game, uh, it's... These are. This is the publisher to probably put one out. The new Nintendo Switch Online games were announced: uh, Donkey Kong Junior versus Excite Bike and Clue Clue Land. I could care less about Clue Clue Land. Um, Donkey Kong Junior is a game I like, but I'm an arcade game. Uh, the versus Excite Bike sounds fascinating. I think it's the first time it's actually been released. Yeah, in the U.S., I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Two more backward compatible games, Costume Quest and what was the other one? From Dust. That weird Ubisoft. Oh yeah, um, made by the guy who did Another World. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Those are both available backward compatible, and then the Hitman HD collection I think went up on Thursday for backwards compatible. Hitman Two is still fantastic, but boy. If this is not your first entry into Hitman, it's hard to go back because those new games are so good. Capcom announced that they are bringing Devil May Cry to the Nintendo Switch. <sighs> Just the first one. This is that joke I made earlier. Switch owners will buy anything. Thirty dollars um, for this, and then thirty dollars for two. Yep, and then thirty dollars for three. three. Uh, speaking of Switch ports, I've heard that Saints Row port is rough. I'm not surprised. Yeah, like really kind of bad. Which disappoints me because Saints Row 3 is still the best Saints Row. You're still wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> it's the only reason I said I mean, they, they, well, they, 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 to be fair, I said that, but they are very different games between 2 and 3. 2 is very much a GTA clone, and 3 is it trying to separate itself from that. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate the whole series. Like, There's still, like... I, that seemed like that seemed like a like a no brainer winner when they announced Saints Row Three for the Switch. But if they can't even get it running, that that's my issue with the Switch is like, I get the portability stuff. I do. I think it's a neat thing. It's just they're trying to squeeze some stuff on here, and it's weird that Saints Row doesn't fit on here because Saints Row is what a ten year old game at this point. Yeah, but it it could totally be based. Um... On how they render the world, like something like Prototype. Apparently, uh, the way Prototype was made was you the they only load basically the world that you're seeing right in front of you. Yeah, but which is crazy. And if if Saints Row Three isn't doing that, it could be taxing on the system. 
But um, we're talking about a game that ran on the Xbox 360. But is, are they are they trying to port the three uh, the 360 PS3 version? Or are they trying to do the one that uh, like are they trying to do the PC port? There's no way. It? Like are they trying to? They could you be say that, but I could, wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to get the best image possible out of this, and instead of just limiting themselves, porting the old, older version that ran on those older consoles that they're porting from the PC version. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think you should. I don't think everything needs to be on the Switch. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, the Switch can't run a lot of stuff. I mean, Mortal Kombat proved that. I mean, Mortal Kombat looks good that it runs at 60 frames a second on the Switch. But dude, watch any video of the Crypt. Holy shit. Like, holy shit. It legitimately looks like an N64 game. Just your response. Holy shit. I mean, that's all I could say when I saw it. I was like, this looks like a lot of people Does say... Does it look like the early 3D Mortal dude, Kombat games? There is so much fog in the Crypt. It looks like Turok oh. the Dinosaur Hunter. From the N64, it's so bad. I don't know that trade-off of oh, being able to shit. play. Well, then you can't even play anywhere because you need to be Wi-Fi to use any whatever to unlock stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it, I don't know. The Switch thing kills. Like I feel like every day, I. I was thinking to myself, and if anybody listens to the show, feel free to steal my idea because I won't put in the work for it. You know how there's like a Twitter account that says, is it coming to Switch? I think there should be a Twitter account that says, is it coming to Xbox? And it's just a bunch of tweets that say no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time they announce a new game, it's coming to Switch, PC, and PS4. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh shit! Come on, you know that'd be funny. That'd be funny shit. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be funny, and then it'd be very sad. It, it, yeah, it'd be the Xbox sad. Oh snap! Oh god! I got I can't believe that got past fucking everybody. I got an email from Best Buy this weekend. It was like the all digital Xbox is here. I was like, oh, that's a sad email. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm gonna go to the Twitter. I tweeted that we would be talking about rage, so maybe we got some rage questions. How uh, does Anthony control his? He doesn't. You've listened to this show. <laughs> Mookie says, Today, I remind myself that the following games were released ten years ago. Dragon Age Origins, Fallout 3, Borderlands, Torchlight, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Final Fantasy XIII, and Demon Souls. Crystal Chronicles must have been one of the other Crystal Chronicle games. The through was it GBA version? Uh, no, I think it was the. It has to have been the last DS title. Hmm. I don't know much. Which about were which were, were which were more single player based? Because like the first game, yeah, the first game came out in uh, two thousand four. I was like that. Say that the GameCube had to be still around. Um, what was the, regardless? What's the, isn't there a Crystal Chronicles game coming to the Switch? It's the first game. Okay, I lose uh, track of all the side Final Fantasies. Well, as you should. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, Crystal Chronicles: The Crystal Bearer for the Wii was the title that, uh, and and Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles: Echoes of Time. Both of them came out in 20, uh, 2009. So. 
All I can say is that I'm old, because I remember when Dragon Age came out. So do I, but I never played it. What's weird is that Fallout 3 is only 10 years old. Like, it feels like that was a lifetime ago. That's true. That Fallout 3 feels very old. Although it looks really good on the Xbox One X and 4K. The game still looks good. The, the, the games looking good have not been the issue. It's been the running well, seeing as how they're all running off of the same engine. Yeah, that's probably not going to change. At least not till Elder Scrolls, whatever. Oh, Starfield yeah. or whatever. Uh, Dustin the- says he picked up Next Machina and played through it with a buddy. Fantastic arcade twin stick shooter, highly recommended. You know, I think I own that. I think I bought that on a sale or something. It's made by the uh, guys that did um, all the twin stick shooters for the PS4 early on, um, Resogun and stuff. Yeah, the guys that went off and tried to make a what did they try to make a battle royale or something? Did they really? Host? And because they said um, we were done making arcade shooters, we're going to try something new. Yeah, because it was dead. Well, guys, you flooded your own market. Come on. Yeah, I think they released two in the span of like three months. Yeah, and like, what's his name? Um, I mean, they're good the games. Creator, creator, the creator of Robotron worked on uh, uh, Next Machina, but it was just like I remember, like they're like we. Oh, Eugene Jarvis. Yeah, they're like, we have another game coming out. And I'm like, yeah, Resogun, Alien Nation, uh, which was 2016. Alien Nation uh, was more like a Diablo-style game. Okay, there. well, Next Machina, and then I believe, yeah, Matterfall came out the same year. <laughs> yeah, it's a little much, guys. I love my shmups. Muso. Muso problems. <laughs> Is that the is that the new thing we got? Muso That's what I'm calling it. Muso problems. Muso you, problems. you flood your own market. You're the your your only competition now. Matterfall is not a top down twin stick shooter, but it is an arcade shooter nonetheless. Good and lord! It, yeah, there's a lot of games that I don't remember. They come and they go, and they just do not stay with me. And Next Machina, I remember. I, I swear, I remember buying it and playing it, and I was like, "This is good," but then. I just never went back to it. Um, he says, I also picked up Moon Hunters and was pleasantly surprised how much I liked it. The music really stands out. Need to get a few buddies and have some four-player co-op one day. I don't know that I've ever played that. It's a... I believe it's like a, Speaking of Diablo stuff, I, I want to say it's similar to that. It's an RPG that's top-down. I just don't know how involved it gets. It's neat uh, pixel art. Uh, Dustin says, Ken always says that's not my jam. So what is his jam? Is it Bramble Jam? Oh, Black Betty. <laughs> I have jam. I have a lot of jam. Um, Mortal Kombat is clearly my jam. Overwatch is clearly my jam. Really, have you played it? I played it three while? times this week. Okay. Getting back into it. I played some comp matches and I'm like you know what this is why I quit playing this so I went back and was just playing Mystery Heroes because comp is just so fucking broken right now frustrates me to no end Uh, Curtis says went back and played Rage 1 the other day and it's still an impressive game and fun to play it made me even more pumped for Rage 2 how did you guys feel about the first Rage I never really got into it at the time 
I beat it. Um, I like that game a lot. Like I was saying earlier, it just it peters out in that third act, um, which is really disappointing. The game, it has that syndrome of being longer than it needed to be, because the first two-thirds of that game are really, really fun, and then it falls. it kind of falls apart. I, I got it from my father, I think, because he was into the Fallout stuff. That was what he played nonstop, so it was like looking for open world stuff. It was like, here you go, this post-apocalyptic like open world sort of thing. I, it's kind of funny because if you remember that game, the thing about that game was mega textures. Mega, I, I, dude, I was like, is it like? I couldn't remember the the term they used. Yeah, mega textures, and then it caused PC problems, I believe. Yeah, and it had to be. It was one of the first two disc Xbox. 360 games, I think. Because it was had to be... Oh, it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. like... And didn't you have to have a hard drive or something? Like, I remember the 360 had weird games that, like, some of them required a hard drive. You had to have a hard drive to play it. Yep. Oh, man, the good old days. And that only really... That really only isolated the people, like myself, that bought uh, Xbox Arcade... Xbox 360 Arcade Edition. Oh, my... I still think it's funny they called it the arcade. Like, there were so many weird things about 360 when it launched. Like, the arcade edition had, what, 256 megs of memory in it. And originally... Dude, I don't, dude it had didn't have 256. It had 64. Well, one of them had 256, and I remember Xbox Live Arcade games had to be under 256 megabytes when they first launched so that they would fit on the arcade machine. Uh, that might have been a later edition. It, it came with a 64 megabyte memory card. Oh my god! Memory card port that they got rid of. Yeah. Later on. Yeah, I remember the memory cards for the Xbox 360. That was the last like, time my, we saw memory cards. The the uh, the E model that I have, which is the one that looks like the Xbox One, that nobody really owns because. No one was buying 360s by that point. Yeah, it was um, super late in the generation for that one. Yeah, well, I had a, I have the arcade edition, but it it sounds like a airplane taking off. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna buy another 360. So I bought the uh, other 360. I and, think um, Xbox 360 has to be one of the most owned consoles of like multiple consoles by people. Uh, between the different models and the fucker breaking when it first launched. Yeah. I, um... God, I'm just trying to... Like, yeah, it... It's a... That is, yeah, that is the weirdest console. I, I Even more so than the PS3, which did the whole little small revisions where you have yeah. to check the model number if you're buying the Muse to see which ones have backwards compatibility. Because they all yeah. look the same early on. And then eventually they made the, the top loader door version. The top loader one that's like you slide like you're opening a convenience store? Yeah. Well, there's that's also one weird... that just pops straight up. I want to say the one I know. Sl- I, the, no, I know the slide one. Sl- I know the slide one exists too, but there's also one where the lid just pops straight up. What? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. The, the, those are all, That's obviously a later model, right? Yeah, the model... Unfortunately, they never fixed the real problem with the PS3, which was the goddamn interface. That thing yeah, was well, I so mean, they were, carried slow. that. They carried that over from the uh, PSX, which is the PS2 that had the crossbar, which was a terrible concept. Oh. And I had it wrong. It doesn't... The door doesn't... It doesn't slide 
around like an open door, and you slide it across itself. Oh, it's so bad. The model's so ugly. Man, it, models towards the end of the lifespan, like they used it to be better good. with the 360, and it got worse with the PS3. And the Wii got worse too. They did that Wii Mini that was that gaudy red and black. Yeah, but if we go back to like the PS2 where they had the top loading one, which is the one I have uh, in the closet. Slim. Um, but the PS1, remember that little thing? It got, yeah, it got even super, that's the one that they started selling the TV, like the, the screen, yeah. Sony has always been about adding screens to their machines, because if you remember the PS3, there was a TV, or no, it was the PS4, right? Oh. Where they made a TV for it? No, no, that was the PS3, they did, they, you're, you're talking the actual full television. Yeah, right? the full on, like. PlayStation, it was called the, um. Wasn't the PlayStation TV because that was the Vita thing? Um, oh God, what was that called? And it had the 3D built into it. Yes. And the whole idea was you'll be able to play uh, multiplayer by looking at the same television because each of you will get a different image. Yeah, yeah. And there was a used, I think, in like one or two games. Motorstorm. <laughs> Motorstorm is the and I think Killzone Three. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh, I know somebody who bought. I know somebody who bought one of those. And apparently, they weren't very good televisions. They were no. even like Sony quality televisions. They didn't even have a remote. They didn't have a remote. Oh my god! Is this a weird thing? I Man, remember... console revisions got boring this generation, except maybe the sad. <laughs> the sad. That was just funny. But, I saw uh... YouTube videos the other day of people putting disc drives in the sad. <laughs> Oh man, uh, that thing great. is so fucking stupid. It just—you uh, had this opportunity to slim down the model, and you went for the cheaper route of like, I don't really want to do anything. Just delete the fucking. Just take it out and put a new piece take of plastic on the front. It's fine. Yeah. Oh man, that is a weird thing. Uh, David says, any chance they make an NBA Jam four-foot arcade cabinet? I know sports games are difficult because of licenses, but they have updated rosters and resold in the past. Actually, I thought I read somewhere that uh, Arcade 1-Up was bringing NBA Jam uh, later this year. Arcade, uh, more look, okay, here it is. Uh, um, Those are, so this is an old tweet, but they said they want uh, Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, they want a wrestling one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, many more. We have a long wish list. Um, Yeah, Turtles in Time. Oh my god, imagine if they did Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time, uh, the whole arcade series is great. No, Um, no, it is. And I forget, Arcade 1-Up does multiple games, so maybe if they did, oh, what if they did NBA Jam and Blitz? I'm not familiar with uh, Blitz. Is that um, football? Yeah, yeah, NFL Blitz. Okay. Was that... um... Midway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, do a Blitz. Do a Blitz, Blitz 2000, and NBA Jam cabinet. I don't see uh, any official announcement, but they definitely want to do it, so... I mean, it seems like uh, they. I mean, they managed to get, and th- that's one of the most impressive things about this cabinet that I have. And I, by the way, I still fucking love that thing. Um, I did the e- the eBay EBJ mode on it, and it works. Which was the so basically in the arcade, you could do a combination of button presses to unlock like the developer menu. Okay. And it still works on this cabinet. Um, but they got all of the midway stuff. 
for the Mortal Kombat machine. Like, it has the Midway logos, it has the Midway um, stuff inside the, the actual game. So they got the license for Mortal Kombat from Midway. Um, so I don't know why they couldn't do NBA Jam. Strictly because who has the NBA license? Well, NBA Jam, I think, was at EA for a while. Um, but the arcade machines are a different license. It is, but it's depending on who... Like, it depends on who wanted to pay the most. Like, if they went, no, nobody's allowed to touch NBA. Because I know that EA can do theirs still, but they refuse to because yeah. they lose to 2K. I don't know if 2K was smart enough to maybe wrap up the arcade license. Right? Like, you might want to... Because they, they know they don't have to compete on consoles, but you never know who bought... Like, so they don't have to worry about somebody putting out NBA Jam type yeah. of thing. I don't know. That is a weird license to have. I wonder if Arcade 1-Up had to go to Warner Brothers to do the Mortal Kombat stuff. Most likely, because they own they own most of the Midway properties. Yeah, but it doesn't say Warner Brothers on it anywhere. Uh, the box might have. That would have been it. Uh, I threw the box away. Yeah, it's a big exactly. box. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have to re- redo the code to say Warner Brothers. It would only be uh, that or like a corner of like one of the side. There's parts. no, there's no mid, there's no Warner Brothers on it at all. Uh, okay, it's all it's all Midway branded. Like even the marquee. No, I mean like in like tiny little letters of like copyright. No, oh, I don't know. That would be the only thing that the Warner Brothers logo would have to be on because I think they own the Midway logo. I just stare they at bought, they bought everything from Midway. Like they own the Williams and stuff too. I just stare at that thing and boot it up and and I just stare at heaven. It's also acclaim. Acclaim had uh, NBA yeah, Jam for, for a the while Genesis and, then, yeah, and Super Nintendo. They did. They did uh, 2010 and 2011 game EA Sports. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think an NBA Jam machine would... I mean, they got Golden Tee. That's the next one I think they're doing. Oh, okay. Which is... I mean, these things are cool, dude. Like, they're co- No, they're great cab... None of them are stuff that like I would want to own currently. But that's just the arcade games. That, like, you know... I would love a Robotron one. Which I know is older. I thought they did Robotron in the b- 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 one of the pack ones. Uh, I don't think so, but I'm going to look that because yep. now if that's the case, uh, I swore they had Robotron in one of the. I want to say no. They did. Um... What about the Rampage one? Was it in that one? No, I'm almost certain it wasn't. Uh... Because that's Midway, and and I believe you need to have the Williams. There's a deluxe. There's the Space Invaders, Karate Champ, um, which has a bunch of um, a golden. Wow, golden T, golden T, two thousand, golden T ninety nine, golden T ninety eight. That's a lot of golf. Oh, um, the deluxe. Atari no, it's Gauntlet. One. Yeah, R- Rampage Gauntlet Joust Defender. So okay. they do have other. Mid- they do have. Um, some of the other stuff, but I want to say it's the Williams portion that has uh, Robotron. The Golden Tee machine is $500. What? How much does the Mortal Kombat go for? Two ninety nine. Okay, that's that's a far more reasonable price. The Street Fighter machine's on sale for two fifty. I'd have to want to play Street Fighter, then. It's got 
three good Street Fighter games on. Yeah, I'm not a Street Fighter guy, so... The Rampage Machine I'm actually interested in, but I'm not a big fan of the other two games on there. Like, I like Rampage and Gala, but Joust and Defender are not my... Not my Joust favorite. is fun. Defender 2 is a better game, and I would prefer that, but... I mean, there's there a lot of consoles. I can't. I just can't get over the fact that they recreate this, like the cabinet art, and that's yeah. a that's a thing that's lost. Uh, on like, man, cabinet art is so freaking awesome. I I miss. I'm because like I grew up playing like compilations of this stuff, so you see all the cabinet art in the collections. And I don't know. I just miss like when the days where we actually had to make art for the covers of video games, and it wasn't just like a static image taken from it. Yeah, no, the the artwork on these things is amazing. The only other machine that I would really consider is the um, Final Fight machine. That's a nice machine. Like the Raiden side art on your cabinet. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, I I just stare at it. Like, it sits right next to my TV when I'm playing games. I'm like, oh, my God, that thing is so awesome. You just turn and smile at it? Dude, at least three times a day. At least three times a day, I look at it and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's real! I really have it in my room." Uh, Curtis wants to know: Any of you guys ever think about making video games? If yes, what kind would it be and why? I mean, I think every person that plays video games at some point thinks about it. I, I almost bought a Net Rose. Remember those? That's the PlayStation. Oh no, that's the um, PlayStation. Dream. Oh, it is okay. There's yeah. a dream. Sorry, there's a Dreamcast. I believe that allows you to code as well. But yeah, okay, that's the black one. Yep the the black one. Not only was it cool looking, but it allowed you to develop stuff. Because if you remember, there's actually a game that was released that was made on that. It was called uh, Devil Dice. Devil really? Dice was originally a Netyrose developed game. Huh. I forget I'm who not published Devil Dice. Devil Dice was a cool game. You were this little dude on top of dice. It was like a puzzle game. Um, I forget who picked it up to publish it, but it was a neat little game. But yeah, I I thought about building a Net Euro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually do know this game. Yeah, that was a Net Euro huh. game. Cool. But I mean, yeah, it, who hasn't and, thought of and, making? Ge- I always wanted to make a Mega Man game or a fighting game. Can you know exactly who published this? Who who do you think what what defunct publisher do you think published this? I I don't know a claim. THQ. Oh THQ. Well, there you go. Very 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 much a THQ sort of thing. <laughs> we can before they before they were even bought out uh, by uh, Nordic, they were doing the same thing of like that seems like it's a cheap license, grab it. Yeah, but that was even before, like, they had a good run during the 360 era with stuff like Saints Row and Darksiders. Oh, yeah. But, like, back in the PS1 days, their stuff was a lot of licensed garbage. Even PS2, they did a lot of the SpongeBob stuff. I thought the... SpongeBob stuff was apparently pretty good. I've never played it myself, but they were pretty good Yeah, but they did too many of them. That's fair. Yeah, flood the market again. Constant issue of that stuff, but um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything that I've like thought about making in detail. I've always thought about like this should be better here or whatever. Um, you know, the, it's funny we mentioned Thief Simulator, and yeah. I thought about like a game that would be like that, where you 
have to sort of watch the person like leave their house and learn their schedule so that you know that they're not there when you go in and kind of like scope out their place and do you secretly want to perform a B and E? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, um, because I don't want to go to jail. Uh, I know I get caught, <laughs> but um, it, with a game like well, because I like Hitman, right? Like I played the like the first game I pirated for PC was the original Hitman, which I officially own now, so I don't feel bad about saying that. Um, and playing that game was so crazy, because I, like, I really hadn't played much on the PC before then that wasn't, like, a kiddie game. And so, seeing that game run, and how interactive it was, and how much better it got through the years, I was like, well, just take that, remove the murder aspect of it, and you have yourself a pretty interesting game where you could be stealing stuff. Um, and, and lo and behold, somebody's done it. So... Uh, I'm actually going to try that out. I think it's still in early access, technically, but maybe it's coming out of it. It's, it's always hard to tell with the release dates because it doesn't say whether or not it's coming well, out of early access or just being up for... Oh, it's coming to Switch? Thief Simulator is coming to Switch this week. Oh, it's that, done. I assume it's done. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, oh, yeah, it is. Okay. But um, that's kind of the type of game like that interests me. Is like these really weird... And I guess it's a stealth game, so it shouldn't be a surprise, but like where the world feels real. Those are the type of things I always try to think about. You know, things like Animal Crossing catch my eye, but obviously there's not a lot to do in that. Um, It's probably the reason why I like Deadly Premonition. Just all the unique, like, watching people be, I suppose, as close to real as possible and using that to some sort of gameplay aspect. Yeah. I When Crackdown came out, and this was before... Rocksteady jumped into it. I always wanted a Batman game made like Crackdown. Crackdown could still be a pretty good Superman game. Yeah, it could. It could. Alright, this next question might be a little harder. Curtis wants to know, name your worst Xbox One, PS4, PC, mobile, and Nintendo Switch game. Catches, you can only name one for each console. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm going to have to pull that tweet up so I have the list of what he just went on. <laughs> For, P- just only it, for PC, uh, it's easy for me. It's fucking Trespasser. Oh my god, I bought into that game. Oh, the Jurassic Park? Yes. Oh, okay, you have to specify. I think there's a game called Trespasser. Well, there's a movie called Trespasser, I think. Starting yeah, yeah, there's team. a... Um, oh no, it's just called Trespasser. I see. It's not Jurassic Park Trespasser. Nope, they didn't use the Jurassic Park license. They just called it Trespasser. <laughs> I mean, it's there. The stamp is there, but wow. Yeah, that game wow, was... I thought that was called Jurassic Park Trespass. Yeah, that game oh, was bad. That game was so bad. Oh. I don't play a lot of mobile games, so I can't answer that one. I mean, there's a lot of crap. It's That seems like it's low-hanging fruit. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess my worst PC game... I'm trying to think of stuff I've, I've even... Um, there's a game I want to just quickly take a look to make sure I have the name right. I think it's called Stranded. Um, yes, it's called Stranded. It has mostly negative reviews on Steam. Uh, I reviewed this game on Steam. That's how much I hated it. Uh, 
it is a point-and-click adventure where there's no point. <laughs> uh, okay. This, yeah, this guy um, did another game called Murder. And I'm not... Listen, I, we all, I think we all know by this point how I feel about Jim Sterling. Everybody should watch Jim Sterling play Murder. He plays it, and he goes, That's it? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> did you really just fucking... Is it... Is that all? This guy makes the most ham-fisted piece of crap point-and-click games. I they're really good artwork, but f- fuck, is it just not good games? Um, I bought that in a bundle, so I couldn't even return it for my money. But I bought it for like next to nothing, so I don't feel bad. But yeah, just uh, yeah, that that's probably the worst game I've played on PC. It's not functionally broken, I guess, but. If I click the end of the screen, my character should move all the way across the screen and make it to the next, like, you know, um, screen. And your character stops, like, three quarters of the way across the screen. And you have to re-click the edge of the screen. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ah, God, that game sucks. Um, Xbox One, I give you... We both, we both, we both are gonna have the same game. Nope, we're not. Because there's one worse. It's called the Fighter Within. Fighter. It was oh oh the the Connect game. Yes, I reviewed that. Uh, I reviewed yeah. that game. <laughs> it's worse than it's worse than Swollen Scorpions. I would rather play Swollen Scorpions than the Fighter Within. <sighs> I reviewed the Fighter Within when the Xbox One first launched. Oh man, it's a Ubisoft title too. It's one of their Ubisoft like, yeah, oh, it's they bad. put out some real bad shit in launch of consoles. It's a bad game. It's a very bad game. I gave it a two and a half out of ten. Really? And I think I was being gen- generous at the time. Yeah. Um, PS4. I don't. I don't ah, know. No. I mean. Umbrella, at one point, at Umbrella, one point, it would have been No Man's Sky. Umbrella Core was pretty bad. Is that is the, that PS4? Yeah, it was a uh, Resident it's Raccoon Hall. City. It's Raccoon City. It's PS3. I like that game. I knew one of them's good, but they both are very similar to me. So, um, Raccoon, the Operation Raccoon City, I enjoyed. I know a lot of people did not like that game. I enjoyed that game. I had a lot of fun with it. Umbrella Core was a bad video game. Um. Yeah, I can't think of... Honestly, it's... Hmm. I, like, I'm just trying to think. Like, I... I, was, I can't say I've played anything bad. I've played stuff that's disappointing. But that's yeah, not... disappointing is a hard thing because there's a lot of things that are kind of disappointing. disappointing. Yeah, um... One game that's on all of the things that no one should play is Nippon Marathon. I think it's on all things. It's definitely on Xbox One. Don't play Nippon Marathon. That's a bad fucking game. Yeah, that is um, a bad game. Oh, you tried it, did you? I finally did try it. Yeah, it's, I'm so sorry, Ken. It's a bad video game. That's a fucking horrible look at. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I have anything that's for... P- that's not to say that there's some bad games on uh, PS4. A Life of Black Tiger somehow made it too. I saw. I've seen that game. I've never played it. It's it's a hot piece of trash. I've never played it. I've watched people play it. 
and I, you know, I'm very clear that I don't watch people play video games, but I was like, I'm not paying to see this piece of shit. Oh, so. PS4, Xbox One, it's easy. Shinmu Collection. I'm not that mean, Ken. <laughs> Um, uh, still, I'm still just quickly trying to think of stuff that's like, again, it would have been No Man's Sky, but they patched that game and supported that game to something that's pretty damn good. I try to think of a Switch game that I play. I mean, there's a lot, again, that seems like low-hanging fruit. But I I haven't played them, that's the problem, is I don't waste the money or the time on them, like, I'm trying to think of what I play. PS4 is the quiet man. I didn't play that, so... Okay, so The the Quiet Man, again, is a game that... It's more disappointing than anything, but, like, it's it's a bad game. That's an easy one, I suppose. We did it for uh, the bad games. I think that's the most recent... uh, game, technically, that we've played on uh, that, because I'm not counting Shenmue, it's a Dreamcast title. No, it's it, it spans generations, it's bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't do Switch, um, just because I haven't, I don't, I don't waste my money. You've probably played something that's bad on that's, but not on Switch. But it, it's it's on like, Switch. It's on Switch now. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. That's the with problem. Doing... Stuff gets yeah. ported so easily. So unless it's like a really broken port, um, it's hard to kind of consider certain things. Um, it is also Ramadan. We got a couple tweets from Blue Apple Blue with Ramadan Kareem and Mighty Mookie wants to know who's getting fat this year's Ramadan. I don't know anything about that. <clears throat> um, I believe is it, I, I'm only googling because I want to make sure I get it right. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to speak to it because I don't know what it is. Um, They've probably told us before in the past when it's happening. It's, it's more of I think that's the fasting. Mm. Yes, fasting. So you can only you can only eat when the sun is down, which is. Crazy, and then they have a gigantic meal at the end of it. I'm pretty sure. Um, and uh, I've never done it. I thought about trying it one year because I'm not. I'm honestly not Muslim, but uh, uh, not anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes clear of how I talk. But um, I thought about trying it one year because I have friends that do it. Right, so it's like um, I thought about trying it, and then he's like, "Yeah, but we. I just eat when the sun is down." And I'm like, "I think." I want to say that sounds wrong, but I suppose I'll just take your word for it. But um, I, I don't, I, don't, I can't get fat. Like, I'm, I, as much as I try, I just can't. That must uh, be nice. It's not. I it's not because it... you can't really build muscle. So because I don't, I don't have anything to burn off, right? So well, there's a lot of people out there who would tell you that you're crazy because. Not being able to get fat. Would yeah, you? I'm, I'm, yeah. Except here's the thing: I'm six two and 130 pounds. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that suddenly becomes a when people go, like, "Jog, oh, that sounds great." Like, really? I bet. A, I bet a strong breeze come wash you away, huh? I don't have enough surface area to, for it to blow me away. <laughs> There's not enough extra skin. Oh, I'm just a skeleton. That's hilarious. You see a bunch of skeletons blowing in the wind. Oh, was I? When I tell tell people who are thin like that, I'm like, I got a leg that weighs more than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody that everybody's always like, 
I don't I like people. People are I don't. Um, fat shaming's bad. I'm like, have you ever been grabbed by the arm by a random stranger and been told to eat food? This is the most uncomfortable situation of like, why did you just grab me? You need to eat a sandwich. Is what they're telling you. Yeah, great. Could you not grab my arm? Thanks. Yeah, you might break it. You might break it like a twig. <laughs> okay, I, just like, there's a big jump, like between like bone density and <laughs> weight. Oh, Mookie oh. says, "Right now, I'm staring at my snakes, M and M's, dark chocolate nuts, and caramel mini waffles before playing New Vegas. What snacks do you guys have? You what snacks you guys have during your gaming sessions right now?" Uh, I usually end up eating meals while I'm playing games now, just because of my schedule. I eat a lot of chips. I really like chips. <laughs> That's about it. That's the only thing I really, other than like an actual meal. I don't eat while playing video games. Really, I can't see that. Nope. I I I'm. You have to you have to set aside time for the Taco Bell. <laughs> well, no, it's not just that. I'm, I have to I'm say, very... I have to use my full attention to to really save this. I am very anal about my electronics, and I don't want food uh. on them. So I don't. I'm very, I, I'm very clean with my hands. Like I wipe my hands before I touch the controller again. I actually eat dinner oh. at the dinner table with my family, so and I don't. You're a psychopath, right? Um, but the only thing I'll have when I'm playing games is like a drink, like a bottle of water or, or soda or orange juice or something. I don't. I don't eat. I I don't eat um, like if I'm eating while playing a game, it has to be pretty low intensity. Like, I would not play Days Gone and... Have a steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> I just... It's, just... it's just too much player agency. Um, something Like, a, a, a slow-paced puzzle game is perfect for that. So... I don't know. I've never eaten while playing video games. It just... That whole stigma of, like, the Cheeto-encrusted... Yeah, controller. Well, I clean my controllers obsessively too. Yeah, I just like my hands. My hands. My hands get sweaty while holding controllers. I um, don't have that so problem. I know people that do I, the sweaty hands problem, but I don't have that problem. I, there, it's it's not as bad as it used to be. But like back in the PS2 days, like my hands would just like I would have to wipe my hands off on my pants because of how much sweat. Uh, it's because I'm really into it, so I'm really gripping the controller. Um. But uh, it's not as bad anymore. But uh, yeah, even now, like I, I take like a little like exacto knife and run aclo- across the seams and get all the dirt out constantly. I will tell you one of the grossest. Don't do that. It's gross, everybody. No, but I will tell you one of the grossest things you will ever see. Give a child a Wii U gamepad. Uh, just the thought of like all the fingerprints. Oh, it's not just fingerprints, my friend. And, and food and. and uh, I I remember I had to I had to sterilize that thing on a weekly basis. Just dump it in the uh, barbicide. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. It was real bad. I don't even know how it got like. If I tried to make it dirty, I don't think I could make it as dirty as he did. It was rough. But anyway, that's it. That's all the tweets. Didn't get any tweets about Rage other than the first game. I guess some people aren't interested in the game. You should be. I just think, I feel like this game 
I thought it was coming out later in the year. Yeah, no, it's uh day after tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, yep. if you're listening to this. I looked at the pre-order page going, I shouldn't. I kind of want to. Yeah, you do. It's a good the game. Reason, the, reason why, the reason why I haven't, though, I haven't touched Mortal Kombat. So. Yeah. Two games for Ruby still, right? So it's like, uh... I've got 50 hours in Mortal Kombat at this point. I would if I could. Whew, I've spent a lot of time playing that game. Every time my wife walks in my office, she's like, you still playing this game? I'm like, yeah. What of <laughs> I hope she comes in. She's like, are you still playing this game? And it just, it's the moment where, like, a fatality is going on. Oh, she's she's I, seen plenty of them at this. Like, she came into my room, she was eating a snack. She wasn't even looking at the TV. Don't touch the controllers! Is what you and <laughs> one of the fatalities, and one of the things that's totally under underappreciated about that game is its sound design. Oh, it's... I the, the Foley artist, my, like what is a what is a what does a spike going through someone's head sound like? Oh yeah, there's a fatality in that game that has some of the grosses, and like she got sick hearing one of the fatalities. <laughs> That's how Don't player. There's a there's a speaking of sound design, the grossest thing that I think that, that actually bothers me to this day is there's a. Uh, level in the original Shadow Man called the I think it's called the Toy Box or the Plague Pen or something like that and it's like kitty themed and you're in hell so and the sound effects sound like a um, like a squeaky toy being squeaked and it goes squeak 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 and then it sounds like a, a saw blade starting up and it just goes like it's clearly sawing into something fleshy it's like that's fucked up and it still fucks me up when I hear it oh man I'm sorry I don't normally read tweets on here from other people but I just read this tweet and I about lost my shit so y'all know good good way or bad way good way you you know y'all know who Jeff Gersman is he's a giant bomb guy he just tweeted Dude in the bathroom stall next to me just whispered, I just blew up this toilet. And then his phone made the Siri noise. (laughs) I'm sorry, that might be the funniest tweet I ever read. That's pretty funny. But speaking of tweets, if you want to tweet at us, I am at ZTGD, Anthony is at NTRSKT. You can follow the podcast at N4G Podcast. You can follow the site at ZTGD content. If you want to There's shoot us a, a What's that? As I say, Phoenix Down this week is going Sh- to be the last of Shenmue, hopefully. Yes, Shenmue. Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in there, but I thought that was the time we normally do it. Yeah. Uh, next up is Eat Lead, Mad Hazard. But that'll be two weeks. That won't be this week. It'll be next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe Drew will be back on the show at some point, but I don't count on... Oh, if you want to send us emails, emails is at podcasts at ztgd.com. Send those to us. We'll read those on the show. You can ask us all... Ask us weird questions. We like weird questions. Ask us about yeah, get food. Really, get really out there. Um, because we didn't answer... I was the only one that answered the philosopher question. So, yeah... I don't remember that question. Uh, who is our favorite philosopher? I don't have one. John Locke. Oh, well. Don't tell um, me what I can't do, okay? Okay. Well, I'm just saying I was the only one that had an answer for it. I, I don't have an answer for that. 
Okay, well, let's get weird, everybody. Come on, everybody. Let's get weird. Sounds like something... The way you said that sounds like something Joker would say. That was in a movie. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't even remember, man. Sorry, it's it's not let's get weird, it's let's get nuts. That's from the first Batman. 1989 Batman. The best Batman movie that's from that quadrilogy of... Suppose this town needs. A, I'm hearing Detective Pikachu has a Batman '89 scene in it. Okay, that's just weird. Like I've heard, I've heard multiple people say they were taken back to the '89 Burton Batman. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to know what I, that is. I just know that this movie is different from the video game, but hits all the same plot points, and then actually goes further than the video game ever did, which is nice. I'm sure it's a good movie, and I will watch it. it. I've heard, I've heard the worst it is is fine movie, and I've heard that like if that's the worst, you know the movie's pretty probably pretty good. Yep, I'm sure I will enjoy it. I need to catch up on a lot of movies. I finally saw Endgame, so there's that. But I still need to see Captain Marvel and Shazam. I haven't seen either one of those yet. I need to see. I'll probably pick up Shazam when it hits Blu-ray. Yeah, that's a ways off. It's like July or something. Is it really? That's yeah. far away. Yeah, Maybe Captain Marvel's like next week, and then Shazam's not till like July, which is weird. I don't know. Anyway, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Peace out, bitches. Hug your mother. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.